Hi there. Welcome into another episode of the Render Podcast. I'm your host, Cam. I'm so excited to wrap up this series of finances for your business with our last episode, kind of wrapping up everything that we've talked about and giving a little bit more insight to some of the cash flow that you need to be thinking about for your company. So if this is something that you would like to take some notes on, I'll give you a reminder of how I take notes from when I listen to podcasts, which is typically by opening up my Slack channel to myself and writing notes in there. But you can do that on your notes app on your phone, pen and paper, however you feel like you need to take notes. So welcome into the Render Podcast. Hey there, you're listening to the Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients through the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. Excited to be wrapping up this episode all about cash flow and the different things that you need to consider as we wrap up this uh, series on finances for your company. Small businesses are so different than big businesses and corporations and your personal finances in the way that you need to budget for your company. Now, when we talk about different finances and cash flow, we've talked about a lot. We've talked about analytics. We've talked about um, kind of the different terms that you need to know in regards to um, your cash flow and your and your money and the finances and and really all the things that you typically are dealing with. We went through that in our first episode, all those different terms. We've talked a lot about kind of the systems and processes that you need in place in order to look at it on a daily, a monthly, a weekly, and a yearly basis so that you don't get too far behind. And I'm going to encourage that you schedule those things on your calendar because what happens is if you don't schedule out your daily, your weekly, your monthly, and your annual um, types of tasks that need to get done, you aren't going to get them done and you are going to get so far behind. And how do I know that? Because I've been there and I've done it myself. So I highly encourage that you go into all of these um, financial conversations and what we've been talking about this whole series and you schedule this out in your calendar, wherever you keep that calendar, whether it be on um, pen to paper, which I personally love a pen to paper calendar. Um, or on Google Calendar or Apple Calendar, wherever you put that, I just highly recommend that you put that on your calendar so that it doesn't get far behind. Trust me, like I said, been there, done that. So I re-ran an episode with my good friend Christy Varner um, that we did, gosh, about a year and a half ago talking about cash flow. And one of the things that really stands out to me and I always refer back to is when she talked about cash flow being kind of like a ocean and how when you 
pay something or when cash flow goes out, your expenses, things that you pay, that's like your tide going out. And then you have high tide where you've got tides coming in. That's your cash flow coming in. And first of all, I love a beach. So that analogy makes a lot of sense to me. But two, you have seasons of your business, just like seasons, which is really timing and seasons of the ocean where you might be rolling in a lower tide than you would a higher tide. And there's certain seasons that you're going to have that mean you have a higher tide of cash flow. Still things going out with this ever-flowing flow going in and out. But there's going to be seasons where you have high cash. There's also going to be seasons when you have low cash. And so I don't want you to make the mistake that I've made so many times before of getting into business and thinking, Well, as long as I set up my processes and as long as, you know, we're booking consistent business, we're always going to be in a high cash plan. No, that's not necessarily true. We're going to have higher and lower times. One, based on where you actually operate your business and what the seasonality of events are for you. Two, based off of your offerings and what type of events you serve. And three, it depends on the different Uh, people you serve. There's going to be times where, um, for example, the holidays might be really, really popular in some um, areas of the country and of the world than others. There's places that don't celebrate Christmas. There's areas that um, don't celebrate New Year's. There's areas that um, don't celebrate over the summertime. There's seasonality based on actual weather. Here in Dallas, Texas, we have quite a bit less events in the summertime because it's a million degrees outside than we do in the spring and in the fall. And so there's seasonality just based on uh, the weather patterns and what that looks like. And then there's also seasonality when it comes to wedding versus corporate versus social events and what that looks like. So I just, I want to make sure that we do talk about that there is going to be higher and lower tides and that could come from multiple different areas of your business. Now what we want to um, put in place is a couple different accounts that we can survive during those lower tide months than we can on the higher tide months. And when we have a higher tide month, which means we're bringing in more cash to the business than we are in other months, Those are really great times to set aside that money so that when you do hit a lower season and you know that that comes up because you've been in business for long enough to understand when those seasons are, that you're saving for those things and not getting into a dire moment of panic when it comes to your finances. And so these are things that you do need to um, think about. You also need to have Um, A difference, remember when we talked about accounts receivable and accounts payable and taxes and payroll and all these different things that we have to consider when it comes to finances, taxes, operating uh, expenses, monthly expenses, different things that you have to pay in your company need to have separate areas that you can track that. Whether that is in different accounts, whether you have that on a spreadsheet, whether you have this in your P&L report on uh, QuickBooks online, 
you need to have these understandings of what's coming in and what's going out. I heard an analogy once recently where they talked about the different accounts and different kind of um, areas that you have cash flow coming in and out of as kind of like test tubes and beakers in a science lab. You have some that are going to have multiple things going in and out. You have some that are purely just money going into, and you have some that are purely just money going out. So what that looks like is your checking account, for example, versus in savings account. Those are two separate reasons to have those. So when you're thinking about checking, typically a lot of your payments are going to come to one account. It's typically going to be your checking account. And so if you work with, uh, for example, Good Shuffle Pro, which as you guys know is our very favorite platform. We'll put a link in the show notes in case you're interested in it. If you have Good Shuffle Pro, all of those payments are going to go into one account. If you accept Wire or ACH payments, those are going to go into one account. And so now it's your duty to go into that account and assign what money is going where. Where is it being tied to? Do we need to use, you know, your percentage of tax bracket? Do we need to save an X amount of that cash and put it into a tax account so that we are saving that because we know that that's already something that we have to pay out? Um, Do you need to put in operating expenses as far as your rent and your payroll and your utilities and all the things that whether a dollar comes in or a dollar goes out, you have to pay this no matter what. Tax is usually percentage-based, based on what income you have coming in and how much payroll you're paying out. That is dependent on your tax withholding. But your operating expenses, those are guaranteed no matter what. People on salary, your rent or your mortgage, your utilities, your softwares if they are not money-driven, meaning you pay for it only if you have money coming in, Those things need to have an assignment. You need to know that those things are coming in. So the more that you can know and the more that you can plan ahead, the better you are going to be set up for success. Also, when you think about payments that you have to go out, so for example, I'll give you a real life example. We have all the things that I just talked about, tax and overhead, operating expenses and payroll and all that. But remember when we talked about accounts payable, sometimes we have a net payment that we have to make, and sometimes those payments are due when um, when we book, sometimes those payments are due when we need it. Um, and so having an understanding of when a payment is necessary and um, when that needs to be paid is important so that you can understand where does that land within all of your expenses. So for example, your cash flow for a single month might look like your rent being due between the first and the, you know, fifth of the month or whatever your lease agreement is. Then you have your utilities that come out in week two um, and week three. Then you've got your softwares that come out in week four. Then you've got uh, payroll, which is every two weeks, which Usually is on on a set every two week schedule. It's not necessarily the first week or second week or whatever of the month. 
And then you can plug in all of your expenses that need to be done. So if you sell something that you have to pay money on, for example, custom pieces. If you sell or you rent out a backdrop that needs to be painted for the third week of the month, you know you're probably going to have to buy that paint, which means early in the third week or maybe the second week, you're going to have to pay for that. Maybe you subrent pieces. Maybe you subrent linens or you subrent tableware or you subrent draping or you subrent furniture. Whatever you subrent, if you're adding that to your invoice and you know you have to pay for that when the event happens, or maybe you have to pay that with a net payment, which means you pay it after the invoice date, then you need to schedule that in for the payments that need to be placed for those things. It's really easy to get lost with these. It's really easy to get off track if you are not uh, managing it correctly. Trust me, I've been there. So I really encourage you to put together this sort of plan that shows you and whoever is helping you with your books, if you have someone, what the time frame of your for sure payments, again, those are your operating expenses and your tax payments and all that, and then what your rolling expenses are so that you know what's going out. Because a lot of times we can't really control what is coming in, especially with this last minute kind of uh, nature that we are in with our events, right? I'm going to assume that you are similar to me in that a lot of your orders that are booking are booking somewhere between, you know, a few days to a couple weeks out. And so for you to look at your accounts receivable, which is that cash flow coming in, sometimes when you look at October from now, which I'm recording this and it's releasing in March, if you look at October, you might not have a lot of accounts receivable because of the small uh, amount of orders that are booking further out. So cash flow coming in can be a little tough to understand. However, If you have good stats and you've been in business for over a year, you can go back to what happened last month, last year, and how can I make some projections at what I think I'm going to be able to do this year. Also, you should have some sort of a sales pipeline that shows you what you're working on and how much are associated with the stuff that you're working on and hopefully understanding when and if you think those people are going to book. So all of that is really important information to know and just having a really good um, communication form, even if just for yourself to understand when and what is booking and going out when it comes to your cash flow is really, really important. All right. I hope this has been a helpful series for you during this finances for your business series. I know that we had to skip a couple weeks in the middle. We had some Um, kind of family emergencies going on. And so I had to get a little out of sync than I wanted to. Um, But I am so glad we were able to put these series together for you. Again, this is a free podcast. I hope you enjoy the free content that we are able to release for you. If you're interested in getting any of our content outside of this podcast, we have a full resource shop that we will link in the show notes. You can go there and check out all the resources that we have had to learn, unfortunately, the hard way before we figured out the easier way to do it. And so I want to share that with you 
if you are interested. If you've enjoyed this podcast series of the finances for your business, I encourage you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts so others can find this podcast as well. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.